My name is Lolo Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. All right. Um. So this is going to be. <laughs> I feel like I've said this a lot with these last couple episodes, but this is going to be a weird one because uh, the thing that we're covering today is not necessarily anything that's directly based on a video game. Um. And this actually was a follower count uh, reward for my Twitch. I believe at 425 or 400, uh, no, it was 425. I said that I would do a Media Delta episode on Ashens and the quest for the game child, uh, which is a kind of interesting little bit of uh, film in that I don't know if it's like tied into kind of streaming. Well, it's not tied into streaming, but in terms of like web based content, um, Ashens, uh, that being Stuart Ashens, uh, is kind of one of the first, I would say, big kind of video game tech um, kind of YouTubers. Uh, started, I think. Ashens, am I right? I'm sure he, he gets that all the time and probably hates it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's been around, I think it was like 2007, 2008. He's been a long, around for a long time. And uh he got enough uh, popular or like he got big enough that he warranted it warranted uh, him making a movie uh, with the help of Riyad Bar or Barmania, which I I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. I hope that's I hope that's close. Um, but yeah, this was a movie that came out uh, 2013 uh, with a budget of around 1800 or 180,000 US dollars. Uh, which is not a lot, to say the least. Um, and it is a it, it's a movie about Ashen's looking for the game child or a game child, which is which was a LCD based Game Boy knockoff that isn't really good. It's also not that rare, but that for the sake of the movie, it is. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of what the. Uh, general gist of the movie is um i am not the only one who watched this so please introduce yourselves in alphabetical order hi i'm axe and i'm here for old video game relics idiot it's pronounced keolayo get it right you have to put the emphasis on the eyes japanese hi i'm real sorry the bear and i back this with actual money hi i'm Typist, and i'm here for dated references to niche internet celebrities Yes. Okay. I just Good. realized it sounded like I backed this podcast with money. I didn't pay Lolo money. I paid for the movie. For <laughs> I mean, made Lolo in friendship. Anyway, uh, so yes, this is a movie based on an internet celebrity. Uh, needless to say, uh, this is definitely a movie that I think is meant its target audience and it's meant to be familiar with one Stuart no. Ashens. No shit. No. <laughs> uh, which I kind of forgot about because I remember watching this uh, when it came out. I think I might have backed it and just kind of forgot about it. But I remember being interested when it came out. Um, so let's start with someone who hasn't watched this uh, or isn't familiar uh, and how that worked. So uh, who wants to go first? How much do you know about the person? What? What? I think I say? think Axe, why don't you go first? So I'm guessing I'm the one of the group who 
knows the least. Probably. All I've seen I... is him eat bad food and play with terrible toys. Okay, so uh, yeah, you know more about him than I do. All right, so... I mean, I don't want to go too hard on it because, again, this kind of comes into the same problem that I sort of had with uh, uh, Mr. Lawrence. And that is, well, with Mr. Lawrence, it was that I didn't have subtitles. With this, it's that I didn't have context. Uh, I didn't know who Ashens was. I didn't know who anybody in this film was. Um, anything other than, like, direct video game jokes really didn't land for me. I forget which joke, actually, I did like. I did like one of the jokes, but I've already the forgotten. Simon Pegg one. Was, okay, yeah, the Simon Pegg. That's probably, probably it. Like, and that, I think, is kind of indicative of where I am with this movie, is that it was very forgettable. Uh, it wasn't very funny, at least to me. Uh, it's it, it's your standard, you know, famous YouTuber or famous content creator type film where it's dredged in the in jokes and the whatever lore that certain person has built up around their personality over the years. And unfortunately, I'm just not the target audience for this particular film. Uh, there was some bits to like and there was obviously a lot of effort put into it. But ultimately, like, I just I did not find it enjoyable. In fact, I, I probably would have gone back to watch Rock and Rule um, than this. And that, but that was again, again, it, it comes with that that huge asterisk of it's just not my thing, which I get to finally say instead of Lola saying it <laughs> with movies that I like. <laughs> or you'll get to hear it again soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, like I did try to give it a chance. So I did. I did watch the whole thing um, and I didn't really rail on it too hard. I don't think um, I wouldn't say it's bad. Um, I wouldn't say it's cringe. It, it was awkward, but like it definitely missed some of the, the, the problems that you usually get with these kinds of projects. Uh, thinking about Channel Awesome, but um for 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 the project that it is, like I think it, it it's effective at least at what it's trying to do without slipping into the problematic zones that you sometimes get with stuff like this. Uh, so I want to give it credit for that at least. Um, the jokes really weren't funny, and the awkwardness just really kind of made them suck a little bit more. But um, I mean, it's it's an average film. Uh, it was all right. Obviously, there was not much acting happening because it didn't seem like anybody was really an actor, even even like a fledgling. It's just everybody kind of cobbled together to do this I, film. Well, there's well, have you know Warwick Davis is an actor. Okay, Warwick Davis. That's the joke. That was the one. The Warwick yes. Davis bit. That was it. That was the one that made me laugh. Oh, I'm definitely. Um, yeah, but I'm talking like the general cast. I'm not talking. You know your. Uh, very sh and then also it did have Robert Llewellyn, who I'm a big fan of because of his work on uh, Red Dwarf. Uh, so I mean, there's Warwick Davis and Robert Llewellyn, two two really good actors. But outside of them, the main cast, the focus, uh, was very very awkward, very bland. Especially Ashens, who delivered his lines with as much joy and emphasis as somebody who just staring into headlights, I guess. Um. <laughs> Okay, but that's because that part is his entire shtick, which is um, obviously hard to say if you're like watching it for if you're not familiar with the character. But yeah, that's I think that's intentional. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, but even still, like I said, you know, it's not my thing. Um, and I think that's really all I've got to say about it. All right. Um, does anyone want to How about one of the uh, others who had seen this before and were a little bit more familiar with fashions? I'll go. Yep. All right. So, yeah, um, fashions and the quest for the game child. It is uh, kind of a strange movie. It, it is, like, like I said, it is a movie for people who are in the know. And uh, I have watched Ashens for uh, quite a long time, probably not since the start, but a very long time. So you, you get to kind of uh, clue into the references, like where, where does Chef Excellence come from and the Silver Skull and all that, which kind of adds the context that you need to kind of say, oh, yeah, it's that thing from that one, uh, from that one review. It's like, yeah, that's kind of funny. But at at the same time, it's like, yeah, I I, I get that it's not gonna be for it's not gonna be a movie for everyone, because first of all, if if you don't know the references of uh from the uh, from the Ashens uh, channel, you're gonna lose out on half of the humor. If you're uh, not into uh, the type of delivery that Ashen, that uh, Stewart does, uh, then that's another point off. And um, yeah, awkward humorism is another thing. Personally, I kind of like awkward humor if it's done right and um, if it's not like overbaked, such as. Uh, uh, Michael uh, uh, Mike Myers likes to overbake his awkward humor a little bit, but um, I don't know. I I kind of enjoyed it. it. It's a bit meandering sometimes, though. Like you, you get some cuts from like side scenes that basically have nothing to do with anything, and that one is like it's like the, we're we're just kind of trailing off for no reason. It feels more like filler than anything else. But um, I don't. Know. I I enjoy it. It's not an excellent movie. It, it is kind of a nice treat for people in the know, and I don't really have anything else to say about it. All right. Um, how about uh, um, Barry? You were also. Why don't we go with you? Uh, sure. Um. So yeah, I've I've been watching Ashens for a while. I don't remember exactly when because he's been on YouTube since YouTube existed, probably. So, um, but I mostly know him for retro tap reviews, and I kind of feel like this movie doesn't really play to his strengths because the the entire idea of his humor is he kind of sits down and reviews tat, and in a lot of cases, um. He kind of does impromptu humor by seeing stuff for the first time, like he sees like you know a really bad game or like a really bad device, and he just like you know makes snarky jokes about it. And he's really good at that. He's gotten really good at that. But this is more scripted humor, and I feel he do it doesn't feel like uh, him and the other writer of this movie actually understand why people like his stuff on YouTube, because it feels like it's, oh, people like my tat reviews, so I'm gonna make a movie about tat and, you know, snarky slapstick humor, but 
it doesn't feel like it plays to that. He doesn't seem like he's that good of a scripted actor because a lot of his deliveries fall flat and a lot of the jokes fall flat, in my opinion. And it, it, it falls flat in a way which I've seen pretty common when, you know, people who are really good at improvised jokes and when they try to make an intentional joke, it's really bad. Um, case in point, me. So uh, I'm definitely like familiar with that struggle. And... I don't know, I just, it doesn't feel like it's actually that funny. Like, I love the guy, and I didn't mind backing this movie, but there were maybe, like, four or five jokes, and that's in a movie that just has rapid-fire jokes all the time that were actually entertaining. Um, it doesn't help that it's also just, you know, a YouTuber movie, so a lot of the actors are YouTube influencers who don't really know how to act. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and, and I, 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 going back, at it, it's definitely a movie for people who are in the know. I, I definitely agree with that. But, like, even somebody who is in the know, like, when I watched it the first time, so I watched it when it released in 2013, I was like, oh, yeah, this is fine. It was pretty right. But going back to it now, it, it essentially has the, like, I wouldn't even call it student film. I would call it, like, local direct to tv movie stuff like it's not even like a direct tv movie it's just like oh you, there's a random tv station and somewhere or like, like in a small town in a movie. channel kind of, kind of yeah. like the, the, the energy of like um your your local your local like uh like one of those commercials from like a local station yeah public oh, yeah. access yeah yeah and you know, it's it's fine because this is obviously a movie on an extremely tight budget, but mildly budget for a movie. Yeah, but you know, you can have a movie in a budget and no, have the they, jokes no, I, be good. I will say this: even if it wasn't the funniest, they at least worked. They made their budget work. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I think they they seem to have planned out everything how they wanted it to play out. Obviously, I I don't know because. I'm not privy to the production, but it fit everything they wanted to fit. But I just think they missed the tone of why people enjoy Ashens, and it's kind of ironic that it's you know Ashens. He's known for having like flat, snarky British humor delivery on everything, but he's definitely not like doing the same brand of flat uh, British humor. Uh, that he does on his videos. It, it just feels like scripted and because it is, obviously. But it just doesn't feel like... It feels like it needs more ad-lib. It feels like it needs to be a bit more loose. Um, and some of the jokes go on for a smidge too long. Like, the pacing of all jokes is here's a setup, and then we're just going to keep hammering it, hammering it, hammering it, and then everybody's going to stare in awkward silence because they acknowledge it's an awkward joke and then they move on with their life. Like, for example, the spoon joke that just keeps going on for God knows how long. Uh, but yeah, um, that that's that's basically my take on all of this. Yeah, I do want to mention real quick that Ashens also doesn't really use awkward humor, at least in my experience. Uh, sometimes he does. Yeah. Um, but it's to the extent this film did. No. Um, he, it feels like a lot of this like captures the beats that he does in his because like the the skull and the chef excellence. He likes throwing in like random 
uh, humor like that in his videos. Um, and it works there because it's pretty snappy delivery. But it just doesn't work here. It's like this has all the components of an, a funny uh, Ashen's YouTube video, but it has none of the execution of it. Yeah, like especially because a lot of Ashen's video is you. you the, the thing about the Ashen's video is that a lot of it is like looking at whatever the thing he's looking at, and him critiquing it, and then the bit is usually like, like a percentage of that video. In this, just that there's a, been a lot of different things, and this feels like that like like five percent of the videos just a bunch of those excised from videos and just stitched together with a plot yeah yeah essentially it is that i almost wonder if he should have made a video which had more of the game child there like it feels like oh i'm searching for the game child but i almost wish the entire video was no he has the game child but it just keeps expanding and how ridiculous of a device it is yeah because uh, like they tried to do that at the end, with it being like something for a nuclear bomb, but it was a nuclear nowhere. bomb. Oh, that's right, it was. It was a nuclear bomb, which is why I threw it away because it was now worth something. That, that was, joke was actually funny. That was yeah. That one was good. There were a handful of good jokes, and that was definitely one of the better ones. Yeah. Uh. It, yeah. It's. Yeah. All right. Uh. Well. Um. Torpo, what did you think? It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's my review it was, it was okay <laughs> uh honestly I, I i've seen a handful of ashen's videos mostly actually not even mostly just just his stupid couch reviews of like shitty food he's been sent shitty old food or some garbage he bought at poundland and that's the extent of my experience with him so going into this i didn't know what to expect came out just like uh it was it was okay I, a lot of it was lost on me. A lot of the jokes were really not terribly good. There were a handful, uh, like Warwick Davis fucking appearing out of nowhere. That was all right. Though my favorite was mostly because I had joked about it at the start of the film, which was like, man, he looks like an off-brand Simon Pegg. Mm -hmm. And then later on in the film, someone actually just makes a joke about him looking like Simon Pegg. <laughs> I think that's like uh, I'm pretty sure during like a Q&A something that he like that is like one of the things that he hates most is people saying oh hey you look like Simon Pegg <laughs> and it's then there was also a... there was also some discussion in the group about the other person I don't know what their name is kind of being the off-brand uh, Nick Frost yeah but yeah so like it's essentially because the jokes are so rapid fire it's kind of inevitable that at least some will hit and there were some pretty all right ones, but overall, a lot of it was lost on me for me. But it was in okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't, you know what? It wasn't as terrible as I thought it might be. I will say that. That is the kindest thing I can say about it. I think it might be one of the better YouTuber uh, movies out there considering what the competition has been doing. Yeah, I was genuinely worried it would be too fucking niche, which it was still pretty niche, but not to the degree I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, was at least, some of the jokes were able to land, at least. It's actually kind of funny, because uh, Axe actually referenced it, and I was curious to when the uh, three different Channel Awesome movies had come out. Uh, all three of them had come out by this point. Uh, to Boldly Flee came out in 2012, uh, and this blows all three of those away. <laughs> 
Well, I've only seen one of them, but I, I I know what to expect of those others, and I can definitely say that this is probably better than all of them. Well, that's the other thing, too, is kind of plays into what Torpy was just saying, is, you know, expectations about the film, and, you know, having been mostly uh, exposed to stuff like Channel Awesome, I honestly did go into this thinking it was going to be extremely cringy, and I'm actually kind of glad that they stayed, like I said, they stayed away from some of the more crappy stuff, and even if stuff didn't land, it it didn't hurt when it didn't land, you know? Yeah. Yeah. As far as I remember, there was nothing actually offensive at the very uh, least. How's that been? The, the post-grad scene, I bet. Post- yes. oh, okay, like... yes. The post-grad scene was fucking terrible. I will give you that. And it's like they even knew it was terrible because there was a warning that it wasn't great. I don't even but remember Other than it. that, uh, everything before that point, though, was pretty all right. The thing was, is that when I watched it, uh, when I realized what uh, what the scene was going to be, I closed it out because it's like, Mm-mm, nope, I I already have. Oh I, yeah, yeah. Oh no, right, it was the mental. Was really bad. It was yes. the mental institution thing. Okay, yeah. now I'm remembering. Also, the ending kind of was a little weird about the lady, but yeah. that is, yeah. That was relatively tame, I guess, compared to that it ending. Was more tame than I expected, I guess, is what I'm saying. Um, for what yeah. is British niche internet humor, the film. Yes. Just internet humor in general, because you it know, was you really started... great though, because we were all in agreement that that post-credits bit really existed at all. <sighs> yeah. No, that was uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I. I. It was an okay film. I. I didn't love it. Didn't hate it though. Which guesses something it, it has made me curious though because i watched a sequel to this movie because there's a sequel but i don't remember anything about it so i'm curious how the sequel actually has aged because i remember this one being okay and then i watched it and i feel it's less okay than they remember it yeah well the thing about that sequel is actually that i completely just because passage of time has been such a thing that came out two years ago uh-huh and it's Ow. like, I thought that came out like four years ago. Like, it came out a while ago. It's like, no, that came out like two years ago. I have the Blu-ray for it, and I still haven't watched it yet. It won, the, it won a bunch of, like, small film festival awards, so I assume it's not bad, probably? Who knows? Yeah. Like, if they took lessons from the first one and, like, tried to make it a little more general then maybe it actually might be decent um i don't know i, I don't haven't know. seen it i don't know how general it is if mr weevil's in it this is true but i'd imagine that it's still going to be like it's an ashens movie so it's probably going to be still a little bit to that but maybe they got i don't know i'll, I'll have to see mm. i have not seen it myself either but man, i do even this film had references to other niche british tubers like yeah the poster for harry partridge and one for Weevil. Uh, that was actually a thing I was going to bring up, uh, when I was going to, like, uh, about the thing that I, I was kind of cringing because I, it is, I didn't want, I haven't watched this since it came out, so it's been almost a decade, uh, since I'd watched it, uh, and I was looking at the cast list, and I'm like, uh, there's Film Brain, there's, um, oh, who else was it? There's... Larry. Guru Larry is the major one, but also there's two other, I think, YouTubers that were in that scene, which it was kind of a weird asylum thing. Um, it was a prison. 
Yeah, it was, was like it, a it was supposed to be like a it's supposed to be like a Silence of the Lambs type uh, parody. Yeah, it's, it's straight up with someone saying, "I smell." I forgot what they said, but it was, "I smell you something." Like it was, "I smell your cologne." I can it was smell something. your thoughts. Smell your thoughts. Yes. It wasn't like the the one dude kind of not okay. Yeah. So Guru Larry Larry Bunder Jr. Uh, is kind of the peop- the person they're going for in there. He has been a major friend of Ash and Sensi Star because they kind of started around the same time. Guru Larry was like one also one of the OG YouTubers, uh, like gaming YouTubers, and he has kind of come out to be not that great of a person. Uh, very big into Gamer Gator, GamerGate. Um, just kind of also was responsible for harassing, if I remember correctly. Very much so. The, the thing with that is uh, a lot of people in the UK uh, retro gaming scene, they basically all know each other in terms of like the major influencers. So it's not really surprising to me that they would be there, like NerdCube uh, as in the sequel and the movie. So it's just if you're British, if you're into gaming and you're a YouTuber slash streamer, you're likely going to be in these kind of major co- collaborations. It's not like the US where people more like know each other uh, rather than, you know, you don't have a unified American US retro gaming scene. It's more just like, oh, if people happen to know each other, know each other. Whereas in the UK, it's much easier to be connected. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, also, I just, just had you thinking of Gamergate because this came out in 2013 and it's like, oh, that was just, just the year before. Uh, he probably started to really show his uh, his neg- more negative traits. Well, that was the I year mean, before it actually took yeah. off because I believe it was uh, m- mid-2014 that that yes. happened. It started taking off from 2012 and then it got its official name like a year later, I believe. But, yeah. yeah. But yes, it was right around that time where it started to really balloon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, like that one scene is like, Pretty much the major that and like the Harry Partridge little animated bit are like the really only like major referential to other YouTubers kind of thing. And even in that, they kind of make that the way they framed it kind of at least made a little sense. Uh, it's not like uh, the Channel Awesome ones where it is 100 percent that all the time. Um, yeah, because the Channel Awesome stuff is a lot more wrapped up in the zaniness because a lot of their skits were all zany and sort of like exaggerations whereas this this was trying to be a little bit more serious a little bit more like there was parody to it but it wasn't heavy-handed it wasn't you know it it wasn't you know wacky it was british yes yes to an extent i mean it it is very british because it's made in Britain and the writers are all British and all that jazz. But I think when people say British humor, um it's like there's snark in it, but I think this also leans a lot into the awkward humor and that's not usually a thing there. That's more of an internet thing. Yeah. It also didn't help that uh for the channel awesome stuff that is those are mostly written by uh Robin Doug Walker who have a uh certain uh explains a lot. Yes. They have a uh, they have one. They have one joke, and they use it uh, all the time, uh, which is being bad. Anyway, um, I my thoughts on it is like I, I again I watched this originally when it came out, and I thought it, it like it was pretty much it was 
okay. Like it's it was I was afraid that it was going to be kind of cringy, kind of um, just kind of that kind of like I knew it was better than most of those uh, like Aaron videos, but it's like it's still wasn't. I wouldn't say it's not bad movie per se, but it's also I wouldn't say it's like good because uh, it's especially like reliant on you being familiar with a lot of his jokes. Uh, although it does have it, it does have a, a few jokes that are like general audience can get. But um, it does feel like it's really rubbing for a particular audience. Um, and yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's I don't really have much else to say about it. Um, I am curious about the Polybius heist uh, just to see how that is compared to this. Yeah. Also, uh, it's, nice, it's nice how he stuck Minsky in at the end. <laughs> uh, which is also another kind of in-joke with the channel itself. Like, there's a picture of a bald-bearded man that occasionally oh, shows up on his channel. Yeah. That's Minsky. And he does show up uh, at the end, just before the credits. Yeah, because it's like the first time that he's out. Because I thought it was just the, it's just the picture in the videos. It's not the actual person, right? Exactly. So they actually got the person, which is pretty good. Bold move to include their rap party in the fucking film. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I think it worked. I, th I yeah. think it honestly, it honestly did work out pretty well in context. There uh, it reminds me of um, some of the weirder celebrity movies like Spice World, where at the end there's just like them like being completely out of character and just hanging in the credits. God, that movie sucked ass, though. Well, the last five minutes of that movie were pretty funny, though. Yeah, I, I will agree on that. I, I'm trying to think. God, I was trying to think of other movies that did that, but yeah. Um, I guess with that, did anyone have any other thoughts they wanted to say, or are we good to rank this? We'll say, because I've been thinking about it since uh, the budget was mentioned, that I, I am I am impressed that, you know, I'm impressed with what they did with their budget. And also, I think it's kind of funny that it was made on just about half the budget of the Evil Dead one. Yeah, I'm actually, actually I'm curious, because what was the budget for Clerks? Oh, that is a good one. Um, budget? Uh, that was 27,000, so wow. 2,700 or 27,000. U.S. dollars, but that was also back in 82. So, it, I mean, Clerks had a less budget, but also Ashens definitely had a small budget. Like, I don't think there's really anything you could like. Sure, it's not like garage film. Like, it's not two people with like a handy cam, but it's still um, it's still very small for a movie of this scale. Well, he it definitely um. He definitely showcased his connections because he, like I said, he was able to get Warwick Davis and Robert Llewellyn, and they're not like, you know, bottom tier actors. They're no names. So, you know, I wonder how much of that, you know, 180,000 went to the two of them. Yeah, just for reference for what Warwick Davis was doing at this time, uh, he was in an episode of Doctor Who. He was... I think he was doing his show that was talking about his life at that point, like how well, the show Life's Too Short. Uh, he had done pretty much all of the Harry Potter movies at that point. So he definitely wasn't just like, um, 
he was not like um a small a um a he was not a like very niche actor think also I'm I'm double checking because he also was on uh series 3 uh oh yeah uh no this was a year before okay so this was a year after but uh this was uh in 2012 he joined Carl Pilkington for uh, a few episodes of An Idiot Abroad um, yeah uh, it was also a very good use of him that was that seems really good <laughs> um uh, did anyone have any other thoughts? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, I will take that as a thing that we're, sign that we're good to rank. So we're going to rank this using our 1 to 21 scale with 1 being absolute, uh, like about as good as you can get. The 21 being uh, absolute garbage, not even like ironically fun to watch, uh, or at least very little ironic fun to watch. Uh, so, uh, Axe, what is your score? All right, so I know early in the episode, I did say that I would rather watch Rock and Rule, but looking at the list, that's down at 14, and I, I, I couldn't put it down there. It's, it's, it's not that bad, and, and to be quite honest, it feels more like that was just a reactionary statement than it was a factual statement. So, um, I mean, it's a very middle-of-the-road film. It's not great. It's not terrible. Um, it's effective at what it does, but I'm not particularly fond of what it does so i would put it just right dead in the middle at 11 all right cool yeah. uh it's uh it's an all right movie uh it definitely can fall flat with people who are not familiar with ashens this is and this movie is honestly not for people who are who are not familiar with fashion uh, i would say like even with that it's like it's kind of hit and miss sometimes and i would say maybe about uh, 12 to 14. Alright. Uh, Bear. Um, I would put this at 14. Especially because right. everybody has been saying it's like, it has a few okay jokes, but it's just okay, and that's the description of mech. Alright. Uh, Torpo. Yeah, I was thinking like 13, about on par with GamePro TV. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Uh, so I was actually thinking 14, um, <laughs> namely, I just like that. I'm the only one who had absolutely no clue about this and I'm the highest rank. <laughs> it happens sometimes. I mean, it's, I, I think it's, it's kind of, we know what to expect. So when it kind of is like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know how these things work. Um, so, I mean, if you average uh, like. I'd say let's start at 13, just looking at 13, just because I think it's closer to average. Uh, so that in 13, you have GamePro TV and the professional GoGo 13. Um, part of me says that I'd rather watch the professional, though GamePro is really throwing that off. Um, mm, I do kind of feel I don't think it's that much higher because I'm looking at the stuff that we have in 12 uh which is the 90 or which is the 94 Street Fighter movie and the 1990s Teen Turtles movie I kind of feel like those are weirdly enough saying it I feel like those are better watches I had uh, more fun with them yeah I, I good Raul Julia LMA Street Fighter 
to high enough levels to be above this. I don't think Warwick Davis can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah also, Warwick Davis is... Yeah, like, Raul really Julius... one and... prolonged joke. It was a good joke, but it was one joke. Yeah, it's like Raul Julia throughout the entire movie, and then, like, maybe ten minutes of Warwick Davis. They don't, they don't balance out. But ten minutes of Raul Julia would probably be as worth as a full movie of Warwick Davis, right? I mean, from all the Warwick Davis movies I've seen, probably. Like, I, I mean, I like Return of the Jedi, but also Street Fighters. I, I, I actually like the Street Fighter movie, so. Mm-hmm. And we all know if your favorite part of the turtle. <laughs> they, they needed to edit that out. Why can you see the guy's mouth inside the mouth? You don't need to see that. <laughs> Haunts your dreams every night. It's uh, really good. I mean, he's still got the image. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if that to some small degree inspired uh, bits of Five Nights at Freddy's because some of the robots have like you could see extra teeth inside. Huh? Maybe, but uh, it's just I... how weird and uncomfortable fucking animatronics are. But yeah, yeah. That too, yeah. Um, let's see. I still feel like twelve's a bit high. I uh, so, Um. So I'm definitely thinking 13, 14 range. Uh, at 14, we have the 1984 or 1989 Batman, City Hunter, Crouching Tiger, and Dragon, Mega Man Upon a Star, and Rock and Rule. I mean, personally, I would rather watch this than Mega Man. Well, that. Um, well, also, Rock and Rule is what we literally just did. Um, oh. I think it's very flattering to say, to say that Ashens did as good of a job as Crouching Tiger and Dragon. Considering the awards that movie won, it it did, but also that movie is very boring. <laughs> yeah, it it that's a movie where God, I was gonna say also that is a movie where oh, God. Now that I'm thinking about it, the stuff isn't happening of Crouching Tiger, like comparing the stuff really isn't happening in Ashens compared to that. I Ashens mm, is a more consistent. Yes, I feel like they both have um. Semi, semi similar like performances from their cast. Like Crouching Tiger was very just quiet talking, laid back. Nobody was really like emoting much. And you got you got a fair bit of that, you know, in Ashens. There were some people, some you know, members of the the, the cast who were a little more emotive and and obviously you know a couple levels up. But I mean, like Ashens, exact Ashens had the same delivery as um, Chow Yun Fat. Man, I am. I am. I will say I never expected to hear that as a sentence. If you had, if you, if you had said Chow Yun Fat in Dragon Ball Evolution does as good of a performance as Ashens in this, I would be like, okay, maybe I can see it. I think there's a difference between because I feel like that is a style you see a lot, or that from. Granted, this is not a lot. But from what I've seen of Chinese cinema, it seems like that kind of style is a lot more common. Uh, so that's probably just a culture thing uh, versus Ashen's the kind of quietness. I feel like that just might not be like there's a difference with how Chow Yun Fat is kind of quiet and like stoic versus maybe someone who's not exactly experienced actor stoic. And whose specialty is dry humor, stoic. Yeah, it's... Yeah. The stoic ashens eating 
50-year-old soup on the couch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't see more of the couch. I'm also, yeah, I'm disappointed that the couch isn't couch. there. I feel like they, like, like, take the couch and, like, put a gun on it or something. That just kind of seems like something that would happen. But it's, I didn't. Basically, for, from what I understand, the couch is incredibly ratty, and he keeps having to throw away segments of it. Um, yeah. Someday that couch is just not going to be there anymore. I thought he had to replace like, it once. As I say, I feel like it's the ship of Theseus problem at this point with that couch. I'm pretty sure he at one point replaced the entire couch and caused I'm... a storm of people needing to get used to the new couch. I think, yeah, I think I remember that as well. I'm telling <sighs> you, it's it's a ship of Theseus problem. Okay. I'm just so trying so to think. parts of... of the couch have been replaced. Is it truly the same couch anymore? It is All in right. our hearts. All I right. think 14. I think 14 puts it in decent color. I mean, Batman's there. Batman 989 is okay. Yeah, I kind of think that 14 is good. Yeah, I mostly chose 13 because I feel like Game Pro is a good fit. Yeah. It. I'm against higher ranks pulling in stuff higher or lower yeah so all right let's just go 14 then yeah <laughs> all right the academy i hate um, the academy. i i don't think there's really anything people. content worthy um <laughs> dude how uh, are your warwick davis emoji i don't have a warwick davis emoji i don't have there's no willow emoji there's no no ewok um Okay, is there anything we want to call out in music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art? It's a teensy bitty yikes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and put that. A lowercase y. I can't Actually, really I say that. that, and like, I don't think any of it was, like, any of those categories were, were thumbs up. Like, at the very minimum, they're empty, and at the worst, they're a thumbs down. Like, it just didn't have... Like, the visuals weren't that great. The jokes weren't that great. The cinematography wasn't that great. The pacing the wasn't the great. is that the quality was all... Yeah. I don't even remember the music, so I can't even comment on that. But that, that's just fair. my thoughts. Yeah. I, that's... I, I would say as far as charm, your mileage may vary because... That'd be the best. Yes. Yeah. Yet, yeah. The idea of if you know, you know, and if you don't, well, you know... It's, it's just made for a certain individual. Yeah. Even even knowing it, uh, some of you have haven't really reflected super kindly upon it. So that kind of says a lot. Or we put Otherwise, a couch emoji and then they. Yes, actually. <laughs> I God, I love the difference between what, what the fuck uh, is emoji that? standards. That's what the? F that's a couch. It's it, a, a lamp next. Bed. That's a couch. There's a that's lamp a next to it. Why is there a lamp next to it? It's not lamp couch, it's couch. No, there, there is no couch emoji. There is only a couch and lamp emoji. I don't know why there, they do it like this. But there, there's a lamp. You have to light your setup. No, this don't. is true. Oh, I don't I have my lights on. in absolute darkness. Yeah, I'm in the dark right now. I'm on my couch. The fucking <laughs> gremlin I am. <laughs> Just illuminated by the glow of his monitors. It's me, the fucking living room goblin here to haunt your ass. God. You're not also, doing tat reviews on your couch, so you don't need a lamp for it. Ashton's death. Yes. Or I just reached for the TV full of static there. Yeah. God. Okay. Also, 
He does so many uh, reviews of bootleg gaming systems without backlit screens that he has to just put in like several lamps aimed at the couch. <laughs> um, By all the ring lights in the fucking world. So this is one that I it's technically it's not this is not what I intended for, but also it's a charm that I've not actually had to use that often. The one that's labeled shoehorn elements from the game. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say that. Yeah. It's like very yeah. much shoehorn stuff from the original reviews. Yeah, some of those bits are real fucking forced. I still don't understand the spoon bit. That that one, I don't think there is yeah. one. I think they just wanted to have a spoon bit. That was just not a good joke. That was a, a Matrix joke that was 12 years too late. Also, I'm pretty sure they were trying to summon the tick. Uh, I would have definitely enjoyed it if the tick had shown up. Yeah. Awesome, man. That film had some of the most awkward fucking ham fists in a film. I just yeah. want to mention that real quick. Yeah. I mean, also, oh he, man. He hooked, he hooked up with his ex. Uh, so that's at least like somewhat realistic. Uh, also, the, the punch. Can we just talk about the punch? Real oh, quick? yes. The, the one fight scene, well, technically one of the two fight scenes, um, that the, 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 the ex punches the person with the the that wanted the game child, uh, no, and get no. yeah, correct. The good ex punches the bad ex because they were both yes. his exes. Yes, it good is ex one of the worst acted punches I've ever seen. Because it man, doesn't even go straight; it goes up and then it comes down, she, and it's like fucking whips out her arm and just goes right past her. So obviously. Yeah. It's yeah. We had to back. We had to reverse it, and I played it in like super slow motion, and it's just the worst thing. But the, the other thing that that gets the things that get it are the punch starts too high, and she has to bring it down, so it's very obvious. The other thing is, you know, obviously she's punching past her; she's not going to actually hit her. But the the other the other actress doesn't sell the punch at all, so not it's just. Remotely. Yeah, it's just a bunch of really bad decisions come together to make one of the worst effects in the entire film. I, I, I know I'm, what you're all talking about. I thought that was the funniest joke in the entire movie. It really was. <laughs> I I feel like they took that like five times and that was the best one. Or the worst like, one. Like it, we'll just keep it. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely had the feeling of the fuck it, just keep it. Uh, actually, uh, where, what would we put for like really stiff, mediocre acting? Uh, what? Well, I guess mm. a UK flag. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, take that, Britain. God, I imagine that would go under action. God, yeah, actually, considering that's meant to be a comedy. Um, do I? Have... Oh man, these people are obviously not professional actors. What the? Oh, that's a skateboard. Um, because I was trying to. Okay, what is? Some people can plank? sell it, but man, a lot of it's real stiff. Yeah, I was trying to find a plank or like a board. There doesn't seem to be one. In the when I go into wood, it just gives me a wood axe. That's okay, not. Maybe just. I'm okay with this. No log. Better than bad. It's good. Uh. <laughs> God. Um, but man, I fucking hate that show. But there was log is amazing, and everybody like should have a log. Man, uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna do that for now until I find a good board. <laughs> board. 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 <laughs> Bo R D. 
Chef Boardy. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, any other things I should put in, or I think we're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, that was Ashens in the Quest for the Game Child. It was definitely a movie that existed. Uh, it is. <laughs> it definitely existed, and there's a sequel that maybe someday we'll take a look at. But that that's not now. <laughs> that is no. We have other things to look at. So I mean, at, at this point, we we've already actually looked at the game Polybius. So. Yes, we have. Although, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. Indeed. Um, so before we head out, uh, Axe, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yes, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network and your local SPCA, uh, please adopt, don't shop. All right, cool. Uh, yes, uh, there's my radio show, Square Wave Symphony, your home for video games, shiptoons, and all things weird and geeky, which is, uh, found at, uh, uh, blah, at lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, also at ckdu.ca for the live show. And I also stream uh, twitch.tv slash coolumzx. All right. Uh, Bear. Uh, uh, please play the Sega Master System. It needs some love. Okay. Uh, Torbo. Twitch.tv slash Torpotypist. And at Torpotypist on Twitter. And I would rather not plug this hole in my fucking knowledge of it. All right. Well, uh, so this was episode 99, which there, in turn, means that the next one we're doing is episode 100. Uh, which uh, yes. we are doing yes. a thing that was yes. Good the movie. top, yes. the highest, or it was the end goal of the quarter one 2022 Retro Inc. <laughs> Relief. Uh, a movie that I have referenced many times as a movie that I would not watch on my own because you it is sure extremely have. not my thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna sure be watching it now. We're gonna be taking a we're gonna be taking a look at John Carpenter's The Thing. Hell yeah! Yes. And I am going to be counting how many times you say "thing" in the yeah. entire review. I hate that I'm gonna I be counting how many times Lolo has to look away. Yeah, I told I, you, we gotta fucking Ludovico that bitch. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to Lola. I would. I know. God. I do it out of love. Anyway, uh, that is going to do it for this episode, so thank you all for listening. Bye. 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 There we go. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you'd like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.